With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I do praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege uh, that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and study God's precious Word together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning again in our Bible to the book of Ephesians, chapter number 5, and we're continuing our study on the teaching from the Word of God to be filled with the Spirit of God. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18, And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. We've been looking for the last several days at the subject of being filled with the Spirit of God. And I pointed out to you, first of all, there is the command to be filled we notice the Bible does not make this as a suggestion, but as a statement. It's not a choice. It is a commandment. It is not just an option, but it is an obligation. As a matter of fact, if you back up and read the previous verse, the Bible said in Ephesians five seventeen, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And immediately after understanding the will of God, we find that he teaches us we are to be filled with the Spirit of God. And again, I want to make this clear. The Spirit-filled life is not just something that's for special servants of the Lord. It's not just for pastors for evangelists, or for missionaries, or teachers, but it is for every person who is saved by the marvelous grace of God. Again, let me remind you, to be filled with the Spirit means there is to be a continuous inflow from God, a continuous overflow in our lives, and then a continuous outflow on others. We remember our Lord said in John 7, 37, He that believeth on me out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. I said to you on yesterday as we're about to leave the broadcast that nowhere in the Bible are we commanded to seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Nowhere in the Word of God are we commanded to seek the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And nowhere in the Word of God are we commanded to seek the indwelling of the Spirit of God, but we are commanded to be filled with the Spirit. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. So we saw the command to be filled. Now I want to begin on the broadcast today a study of the contrast 
are being filled. And what we want to do is look at the difference in being indwelt by the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Spirit of God. There is a great difference between the indwelling and the infilling. In our study already, I've said to you that the Holy Spirit indwells us for a ministry to our own self, the ministry of consolation, the ministry of liberation, the ministry of education and preservation. And we looked at several of those in days gone by. But I said to you then, the ministry of being filled with the Spirit of God is not for a sign, it is not for a show, it is not even for a shout, but it is for service. People who are filled with the Spirit of God will render service that brings glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ, never to themselves, but to Him who is worthy of our honor. And I want you to notice now in the Word of God several truths about this matter of the difference in being indwelt with the Spirit of God and being filled with the Spirit of God. I am aware of the fact there are those who would argue that at the moment of salvation, a person receives everything there is in regard to the working and ministry of the Holy Spirit. Again, let me say to you, the Holy Spirit is a person, and you do receive Him the moment you're saved. He is placed inside you, and He's there to dwell with you forever. You can never undo that. But, friend, there's a lot of difference in knowing the person of the Holy Spirit living inside you and the power of the Holy Spirit living through you and working through you to the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. So there are those who would say you receive everything there is the moment you're saved. There are others who would say that you must seek the gifts of the Spirit of God or the baptism of the Holy Spirit or some of the other things that are taught in the religions of our day. But again, I want to remind you, nowhere in the Bible do I find that I am to seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost, or I am to seek the gifts of the Holy Ghost, but I am commanded to be filled with the Spirit of God. Now then, let's notice the difference between being filled with the Spirit of God and being indwelt with the Spirit of God. Let me also bring into this another term that is used in the Word of God and then is wrongfully used in a lot of religious circles of our day. And that is the phrase, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Nowhere in the Bible are we taught to seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I realize our Lord spoke of that. The Bible teaches that. But we learn from the Word of God that a person is baptized by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ the moment they're saved by the grace of God. I remind you, just before our Lord's ascension, he's standing on the Mount of Olives, and I'm reading to you in the book of Acts chapter 1, verse number 4 and verse number 5. The Bible said, "...in being assembled together with them..." commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For truly John baptized with water, 
but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. So Jesus said to the disciples just before his ascension, ye, of course, which is a plural pronoun, speaking of the group there, he said to them, you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And of course, we who study the Bible know that that baptism of the Holy Ghost takes place there on the day of Pentecost, 10 days after our Lord's ascension. So there is a difference in being baptized with the Holy Ghost and being filled with the Spirit of God when you look at the study of God's precious Word. Because of the frequent usage of these words, I want to deal with them, and let's look and see if they are synonymous. Let's see if the statement to be filled with the Spirit and the statement to be baptized with the Holy Spirit are synonymous. Are they different? Do both happen when we're saved? What is the teaching of the Word of God? And what is the difference in being filled with the Spirit and being baptized by the Spirit? We'll do our best by the help of the Holy Spirit to understand the truth and find the answers to these questions in the Word of God. Let me just start by saying the difference between the baptism of the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit can be described with a simple illustration. When you are baptized in water, you are put into water. When you are filled with water, water is put into you. So when you look at that, there is quite a difference in the word to be baptized and to be filled. Baptism means to put you in or to bury you, to plunge you. But feeling means something being put in you. And so at the moment of salvation, we read in 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, verse number 13, that the Holy Spirit baptizes that person who is saved by the grace of God into the body of Christ. Now, you can study the Bible as much as you want to. Through any of the church epistles, you will find there is no other baptism of the Holy Spirit taught for those who are saved. You see, baptism is not an option. It's not something that happens to some, but does not happen to others. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is something that God does instantly and immediately when you're saved by the marvelous grace of God. Now, let me repeat myself again by saying, some people are filled with the Holy Ghost the moment they are saved, but most people are not. We're going to go in more detail in this on a future study, but when you study the Word of God, you will find out there is one baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then a person may be filled with the Spirit of God many times. Let me again establish now the purpose of being filled with the Spirit of God is not for a sign, it's not for a show, but it is for service. And we're going to turn in the book of Acts and see what that service is and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to our heart from the Word of God. Now, I want you to notice, and we'll have to come to this on our future broadcast, but the Word of God teaches one specific thing about 
a person's life when the Holy Ghost is come upon them. Let me give you the verse. The Bible said in Acts chapter number 1, verse number 8, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. This verse teaches us that when the Holy Ghost is on a person, when a person is filled with the Spirit of God, he will bear witness of the resurrected Lord. He will not bear witness of himself. He will not bear witness of the Holy Spirit. He will not promote man's ideas and magnify them, but he will magnify the Lord Jesus Christ and his death, his burial, and his resurrection. So the resurrected Lord said, when the Holy Ghost is upon you, you will be witnesses unto the resurrected Lord. And he mentions the places, both meaning both at the same time, both at Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So when you are baptized by the Spirit into the body of Christ, that puts you in Christ. But when you're filled with the Spirit of God, that puts the power of God into your life. We'll continue the next broadcast, the Lord willing. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Are you not-